When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's Lee Salisbury here. Welcome to a very special week of Soap from the Box, celebrating the return of Neighbours to Amazon Freebie. All week, we have interviews with some of the biggest stars, not only in front of the camera, but behind the camera as well. Remember, there are over 90 episodes of Soap from the Box to listen to right now. So when you've enjoyed this week's spectacular, settle down and listen to some of them. Enjoy today's. My guests today are two of the new residents who have moved into Ramsey Street, played by two of Australia's creme de la creme of acting. Sarah West plays Cara Varga-Murphy, who's appeared in some of the country's biggest TV shows and leading theatre company shows. Feature films are plenty, including Don't Tell and Bad Girl, and shows including Tropo, 100% Wolf, Legend of the Moonstone and Winter. Her performances Liza Minnelli in Peter Allen, Not the Boy Next Door, under a Logie nomination in 2016 for Most Outstanding Newcomer. And Naomi Rukavina, who plays Remy Vargi-Murphy. She's just got off her broom, not really, from Hogwarts after a long spell. See what I'm doing here, oh dear. Appearing for the last four years in the worldwide phenomenon theatre show, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. She certainly had her moments on screen as well, appearing in shows such as Wentworth, Offspring and Emo the Musical. Now they are taking their place among the legends who've lived and breathed Ramsey Street. It's a pleasure to welcome Sarah and Naomi hello hello thank you so much for having us it's a pleasure to have you and it's it's an exciting week obviously Neighbours has started on Amazon Freebie you must have been the people who've returned obviously it's a bit different because they've they've been on Ramsey Street they've been seen it must have been a weird few months for you as you've been filming but not known for doing the show yeah, it's been lots of, uh, well, there were secrets to start with and then when we got announced that was really exciting but then still no one has seen us do anything yet so it'll be super <laughs> to uh, share our family with the world. Yeah, uh, let's go. I mean, let's first of all talk about how you both, you obviously auditioned, we know how you would have got the job, uh, but <laughs> the news that you were being, I mean, uh, were you both Naomi first? Naomi, were you a Neighbours fan? Have you been a fan in the past? Was it a, because it's a big decision doing a continuing drama as well. How did it all happen for you? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're correct. We auditioned. It was quite a quick turnaround for me. I sort of snuck in there right at the very, very end, I think, um, only having sort of one in room and then that was it met Sarah after that and we were cast. I was still in Harry Potter at the time, so I actually did double job for about wow. three months. Was, um, I wouldn't recommend doing that. But, uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> too, too big. I was uh, at Hogwarts by night and Ramsey Street by day. I mean, that, um, I mean that's if you're going to double job it, that's a cool double job though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that- one, <laughs> yeah. Um, but having all the stalwarts of neighbours there to welcome us in definitely made it a lot easier. They gave us lots of tips um, and lots of uh, a friendly, a really friendly welcome into something that's existing. It's really hard to slot yourself in when, especially something so well known and loved, and you have to find your little niche. So I was, 
I know Sarah and I were very grateful to have uh, such a warm welcome. Amazing. And Sarah, how did it happen for you? What were you doing at the time that you auditioned? Uh, I think my process of it was slightly longer. I first auditioned when I was on holiday in Indonesia. Um, wow. I, you know, I put my I put my tape down and I didn't I didn't think too much of it because you know you can't get obsessed with every audition you do, otherwise it would just be too devastating. Yeah, um, and you were and you were in Indonesia, so you had something else to focus on. That's exactly right. I was quite distracted. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then once I landed back in Australia, um, I was living in New South Wales at the time. I was very much a Sydney girl. Um, Yeah, the production flew me down a couple of times to do a a couple of different um, tests with different combinations of the family. Um, And I think it was the second time I was flown down, I met Naomi and our chemistry was so instant. and, And then they brought the boys in on the same day and the family kind of dynamic was really clear really early on. And so once Mm. that had happened, it moved along very, very quickly for sure. Um, And then really for me it was about packing my life into um, a shipping container from (laughs) Sydney and and getting down to Melbourne quite quite abruptly Um, and, and yeah, finding somewhere for me, me and my little doggy to live. Oh, wow. And for people who haven't, I mean, I've been to Australia a couple of times and and they're very different places, aren't they, Sydney and Melbourne as well? So it's kind of a different lifestyle. It is it is totally different and it's all weather related. And that sounds kind of, <laughs> you, know, you know, that sounds so kind of, um, oh, I don't know, it sounds like it's not going to be a very big deal, but it is a huge change. Um, I'm not originally from Sydney, I but I had been there for about 13 years and obviously had such a network of friends and, um, you know, basically chosen family there and had yeah, really it's a built big life. It's a big there. life upheaval. upheaval. Uh, only it is. neighbours can make you do sure. uh, And weather-wise, we're, we're, I'm presuming Melbourne has worse weather. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> cold and rainy and wet and miserable all the time. And I'm not opposed to being cold, okay? I'm a layers girl through and through. But I was genuinely shocked, even though everybody warned me. But like Naomi said, I think it made such a massive difference that the um, OG, you know, cast of of Neighbours and and so many of the crew as well welcomed me so warmly, and yeah. um, it made such a it made such a difference. As, I don't as think it's I as it's pouring down, as it's pouring of rain, you're like it's <laughs> exactly fine. right. I mean, this welcome to the UK. But just in Melbourne's defence, Sarah hasn't had a summer yet. Oh, okay. That's right. Today was beautiful. (laughs) Exactly. So she's got something to look forward to. Maybe she'll change her tune after a really nice summer where... I have to say, I kind I was kind of more of a Melbourne boy when I was there. I kind of, I don't know what it was, mate. I think it reminded me of the UK a bit more for some reason, but there's a... Well, there's a, yes, I think that, a, that's probably... I mean, weather, yeah. Part of it. There's a reason Home and Away's in Sydney then, isn't there? Because they, they've got a lot more in their swimsuits than people on Neighbours, I think. There's the odd pool scene, and isn't there, in Neighbours, but you get away with it. Absolutely. And don't get me wrong, I'm not begging to be thrown in the ocean in my bikini. <laughs> that is not what I want. And that is not what the people want. Do you know what, Sarah? Sarah, I think we can have that arranged. We'll get you bathers and we'll no, get you. No, 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 yeah. No, well, have you got? No, have you got? No, no, no. Have you got a see. pool in your house? Your new house. It's, it's hard to say. We don't really know what's at the back of our new house, other than no. our sunroom. So you, I mean, I've got it. I, I think I've got it right that you are. It's kind of like a new way of doing a story. It's a bit Airbnb that you are in Mike and Jane's house. You two. We are staying in Mike and Jane's house at the beginning. Correct. Yeah. Which yeah. is so, which is so cool in itself that it's Mike and Jane's house. Do you know what I mean? 
Isn't it cute? Absolutely. I think if we tell you, I think if we tell you too much more about the house, uh, you know, a house that we end up in, maybe um, we'll be giving it a little too bit much away. Story away. Yeah, we, and we don't <laughs> that want that. Might be a bit dangerous. Yeah, we don't want that. I mean, I'm a danger on this podcast when it normally. <laughs> We're talking retrospective, which is always safe, you know. So I, I'm always a bit scared interviewing people when I know we can't give anything away. I mean, put me on with Guy Pierce and Annie Jones when it was a top secret. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. The first thing Guy Pierce said to me was, you're really loudly. You've got to be quiet when we were at the hotel. And I'm like, hi, Guy Pierce. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the characters. So, sorry, you play Kara. Um, I'm going to give the character description I've been given. And you can tell me how accurate this is now you started playing her. She's down to earth and practical, but super warm and friendly, who's a qualified electrician. Uh, she's married to Naomi and is a biological mum of JJ and mum to Dex. Um, she settled for an electrician. She's gone from job to job and job, and uh, she won't stop until she's satisfied, but only if uh, the if only that ethos flowed into her personal life. That sound did that sound all right about Kara? Oh. That does sound good. I wish someone had read that out to me before I had done no, really? episodes. <laughs> well, that even... would have been so helpful. There's a bit more here. It says, kids-wise, she doesn't want them to make the same mistake she did. Uh, so oh. she's the one who checks homework and suggests extracurricular activities. This is a difference that causes a bone of contention between them every now and then. Oh. Kara is absolutely about the school and, and the boys, you know, not not leaving and, and getting their homework done and not being distracted. I don't know that she would be the one checking the homework. Remy's yeah, I don't know definitely... <laughs> Right, okay. Remy, so, Remy, so Remy there's a little there's a little up. wrong thing in there. I'm glad. I mean, it's, you know, you can thank Soap from the Box in your award speeches for giving you some character <laughs> description. <laughs> what about yeah, I'm going to take that all on board moving forward. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you. And thank it was you. really lovely notes. That sounds, <laughs> that we'll does sound, some... The rest of it does sound 100% accurate in terms of um, in terms of the kind of woman Kara is and, and, and strives to be, for sure. And what about... Sorry, super, super oh, woman sorry. friendly? Would we say that's 100 Yeah, super woman friendly. Oh, right, so okay. lovely, so loved, instant. <laughs> so loved. He's the nicest oh, we'll person see. on Ramsey Street. What about electrician? <laughs> Are you a whiz with your, your hands when it comes to wires? Look, I'm things? always trying to get my power tools in the scenes. <laughs> uh, I think it's imperative that Kara carries her toolbox wherever she goes. You never know what you're going to need to <laughs> yeah, get true. out of there. Yeah. Um, Loves a drill, I, I, my wife. Loves a drill. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> yeah, I love my drill. She is a qualified electrician. Um, and uh, she's you been running her own handywoman's business on, for the last few years. You know, it's like Pippa in Home and Away obviously was always making sandwiches and being the perfect mum. You know, she and Deborah Lawrence, who's been on the podcast, actually said she's always wanted to chop veg. Are you constantly going, can I just get down on my knees and kind of screw that screw in on this scene? I do I do wish that there was a real scene where I was actually putting a flat pack together or, you know, <laughs> just, you know, I've, I've installed a pipe and I've, I've done some plumbing work. I'm a bit of an all-rounder kind of handy handy woman, so not not a bad person to know when you need a light bulb change. You know what I mean? No, she that's sounds so crazy. weird. Go on, that's sorry, so no. weird she asked Remy to do so much around the house. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's just because I've already been at work, babe. You right, can't bring the work right. home with you. It's not It's not healthy. Is that right, babe? Yeah. yeah. And Naomi, <laughs> I mean, you're very different, very different job, obviously. She's a, a very... <laughs> Uh, Remy is a high achiever in the workplace, but this is, I mean, this is your character description that I'm giving you. Okay, 
uh, but she's shy and reserved socially. She's a doctor and keen to make her mark in Erinsborough Hospital. She's married to Cara, obviously, and is the biological mum of Dex and Ma to JJ. Um, is that does that sound correct? I would say very correct, except for the shy part. I think Wait, intrinsically, okay. Naomi is not a very shy and retiring human, so I don't think that translates very well. Um, on the stage again. I sorry on the screen again. I would have loved to have had this description before we started shooting. <laughs> very helpful. Where did you get these? I got these from your press officer. I mean, I think you know what happens. I think in soap a lot of the time, knowing how soaps work directing wise, is you cast you cast characters and then they actually bring them to life. And I think then they write the 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 biogs because you guys absolutely. I think you trust yeah. the actors to bring the characters to life a bit, actually, because it's all on paper. But when you've got such a big cast, um, I mean, a doctor, though, playing a doctor. I mean, I've done Holby City in the UK. Do you have you been gifted a load of doctor speak yet or not too bad? Because, you know, like, so, all the, we don't don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if gifted time. is the right word. No, no, gifted, <laughs> so not, I was being totally, yeah. utterly wrong. Facetious. Yeah, yeah, I heard that in there. Yeah, the um the first time, so it hasn't been too, too bad, I have to say, but the first few scenes in which I did have some uh, doctor speak to do, I was like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> my gosh, I was like going over and over it to try and make it sound like I say this every day. I totally know what I'm talking about. And thankfully we did have a medical consult um, on set, so I was like, am I even doing this right? And she was really handy, so that was good. But, yes, lots to look forward to from the other doctors who have been on Nam- Ramsey Street. They have let me know the joy that that is. Because we've obviously got Dr. Carl Kennedy, who's still there, you know, the legend that is Carl Kennedy. Clive Gibbons was there. He's not back, I don't think, at the moment, but who knows. Uh, I remember Dr. Beverly Marshall. Some big footsteps to fill, aren't they? Um, in, yes, in- indeed. Doctor. So big. And is do you do you is the hospital because are, are you I, what's the new neighbours is there lots of hospital set stuff or is it more that you're called upon in situations? Um, I've definitely been in the hospital. Yep, I've made my way in there so far, which has been really cute. Um, and I've got such nice little scrubs. Can I just say? Oh, really? Um, can confirm. Nice. Yeah, can confirm. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> they're um quite stylish actually. They look very nice. So um, I've started calling Remy Dr. Glamour Varga Murphy on occasion because she's got quite the wardrobe and even her scrubs are cute. So that was really good. Oh, I'm called a lot in the street, but I uh, have been to hospital. So, yes. So and do, are you like, so Sarah wants to walk around with her toolbox all the time. Are you adamant that you're working <laughs> around with the first <laughs> kit? <laughs> I don't think so. I think uh, we tried to find out what kind of Dr. Remy would be uh, quite early on because her skill set is so broad. And I thought, right. oh, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm definitely, I'd be a specialist surely in lots of like high heels and, and teetering around in pencil skirts being uh, very official with a clipboard. And then I had scrubs and I was like, oh, okay, maybe not that. Um, but no, she's a, she's a, we don't oh, seem to be at work all very, of the time. Very clever. She can do anything. You have no idea. Just you wait. Yeah, <laughs> it's exciting. No, I, I remember filming on Holby, especially doing medical scenes. And just uh, I was most about, you know, you know, in TV, I think we had a brain operation that obviously took about, you know, five minutes uh, storyline. <laughs> and the specialist was like, this can take like 13 hours. Yeah. And we're not talking about, you know, that who slept with who over the operating table. I mean, <laughs> different. <laughs> 
Well, it's funny that you said a brain operation because that seems to have um, popped itself up in Ramsey. It's in Erinsborough as well. That's really funny. Oh, right. Okay. Well, that's one to watch. At least, you know, as a doctor, and I suppose in electricity, especially a doctor, that there's a, you know, there's a key role there for you. I remember a funny story about Coronation Street that I don't think I've told on this before, a big soap obviously over here that's been going for six years, is one of the actors said back in the old days, there was a gift shop where they film because it was open to the public as well. And they said, the woman behind the gift shop said, you'll know when you make it because you get become a fridge magnet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess- look forward to that day. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing you'll soon know with the memorabilia whether, you know, Indeed. what plans are for you two. Okay, a quick fire I'm round. I'm going to start making my own fridge magnets. You know, I think it's important to take control yeah, I of think your own... <laughs> You know. Your own destiny. I'm going to start printing them. If you'd like one, um, maybe just drop me an email. Yeah, go on <laughs> social media. That's a way to get your social media. You can make a, you can make um quite a bit. You might make some extra bucks on that on the side. You could even 100%, do... get a little cricket machine happening and. Uh, oh, and years um, and I won't copyright. I'll give you this. You could do her own version of tool. You could have named tools. Do you know what I mean? You could have oh. tools. Oh, oh wow, good. that is. Yeah, car is just Murphy drill. Yeah. Yep. The drills. Do you know what I wouldn't mind doing? You know, like a, a range of workwear. Yeah. Uh, oh, that could be quite right. successful. Tool belts. Yeah, that's good. And Naomi, yeah. you could do a series of um, very unpractical workwear for doctors. You know. <laughs> no cute scrubs. I need my own line of really tailored oh. cute scrubs. For doctors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they need to go. They like... need to go from the office and and then out to you know a night out so we've got it we'll, we'll have to, <laughs> to do some planning about something it. We'll that rips off workshopping yeah something that rips <laughs> off like I, I think i also need a, a pen that so you know doctors always carry a pen but when you click the top there's a picture of me on it but my stethoscope falls down that i think that oh, that's quite a, good. that would be amazing <laughs> These are incredible. I'd buy that. Yeah, I'd Anyone buy that. listening, do not. We've got these copyrighted, so yeah. you cannot do these. <laughs> Don't um, get ahead of yourselves. Right. So, <laughs> a quick fire round. Um, both of you answer. Let's go. Naomi answers first, then Sarah. Um, so, these are questions that we could go on for ages with. I thought we'll make them short and sweet. So, Naomi first. First thing you remember walking onto Ramsey Street. Oh, my gosh. The uh, Seeing the Erinsborough sign. Uh, Welcome to Erinsborough. And I was like, oh, my God, we're here. Sarah? Uh, the first thing I remember is actually being on Ramsey Street and just thinking how surreal it was to um, stand somewhere where my sister has a tour group photo of and I'm on the street and oh, wow. in, the, in the actual show. I've got one of those. I did it years ago and I'm with a cricket bat, like re redoing the old titles. Where they, yeah, so I've got that. Yeah, so. my sister's hanging out one of the buses. Amazing. Um, God, that sounds a bit dangerous. But um, uh, first line, do you remember the first line of dialogue you filmed, Naomi? It was actually an, uh, oh, first line of dialogue. It was, uh, I said, hi, as I um, waved to Carl Kennedy. Oh, that was your first, oh, brilliant. Well, what that, that's a brilliant. And that's been on the, tra- that was even on the trailers. You In made- the trailer, correct. That bit there, yeah. the green single, it got out, yeah. Uh, Sarah, your first line of dialogue, do you remember? Uh, I don't remember the very first scene that we shot, but one of the first lines I remember thinking, oh, this could be like quite something quite funny, is I say maybe the ad should have said overly friendly neighbours. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, person you were the most nervous to meet, if there were any, uh, Naomi? Um... 
I mean, were you Neighbours fans? Was Stefan, for instance, you know, like a, a part of your... your? Because I suppose you're probably a lot younger than I am. Uh, but Stefan, I would have been... I mean, I've interviewed him now, but would have been quite petrified meeting him. No, Steph was actually really lovely. Actually, everyone was really lovely. And the thing is, we had a table read before day one. So ah, we met so everyone in a very controlled environment. So in that case, maybe I'll say, maybe it was meeting Mish when Misha was on recording. Uh, yeah. Because um, yeah. I had, we hadn't met her yet and met her on set for the first day. And I think, you know, everyone had been talking about her time on Neighbours so much. And it was like, oh, you want to say hi, but you don't want to encroach on anyone's personal space, but you want to be friendly. Um, but she was a darling, so that was fine in the end. How about you, Sarah? I mean, this is kind of not saying that everyone's anyone's horrible either. It's just more nervous. No, everyone's lovely. Respect. Yeah, no, I was I was definitely nervous to meet uh, Jackie, you know, the goat. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep, 100%. I think, you know, that saying of like, you know, ne- never meet your heroes. I had it in the back of my mind, but she was so she was and is so so lovely. Um, and yeah, like Naomi said, everyone was really lovely. But I was definitely nervous to meet you know Australia's TV mum for sure because she's <laughs> she's just been such a part of my life for so I long know. without really ever you know um, you know that, like she feels like she's part of your life. I mean, they all do all the. Um, OG returnees feel like you've known them for years, but in actual fact, when you're about to meet them, you realise you haven't at all. <laughs> I'm going to blow you away, I hope, with this fact that uh, was revealed to me by Lynn McGranger from Home and Away, and I don't know whether you know this, that Jackie and her both auditioned for Irene. So she was almost Irene. Uh, down for yeah. So, yeah, Jackie oh, wow. almost Irene yeah. in Home and Away. Oh, my god! There you go. There we go. I've just see. Look there at there. You go. The health of knowledge you're getting, not only about your own characters, but other people on set from this podcast. Um, favorite thing in your house set, Naomi? There is a really beautiful photo of. It's actually of JJ. Not that I have a favorite son, but there's a really beautiful photo of JJ and I on our one of our sideboards that I think is. It was a really candid shot taken i'm not even sure who took it but it's made its way into our house and it's oh, really that... gorgeous oh cool and sarah i'm guessing it might be mine a... is is absolutely along the same lines but mine is all the childhood photos of the boys that their parents have very generously um let the art department use and put throughout the house and yeah but it's a, it just makes such a difference in terms of you know fleshing out those those family um dynamics and and they were both such cuties when they were kids so that that's a really nice thing to have throughout the house for sure it does it's yeah i'm gonna add to mine actually oh, I have sorry to say. yeah there's two further photos. It must just be the family photos. There's photos taken from the first day on set, one with Sarah and I that's on the fridge oh, yeah. um, where I'm kissing her cheek and that's like our couple shot. And then there's another one of Dex and I and it's on the first day of shooting. We're actually in our keep warm jackets. But, oh, wow. you know, it looks like we're wearing our um, our Katmandu jackets out on a hike somewhere and there's a family a photo of us on our fridge as well. It's definitely our family photos. They're so yeah. sweet. Nice. And, I mean, I've been on sets before where some of them have been green, you know, like they've cut people's heads out. They're, they're the most <laughs> ones. This is another, I'll give another fact, actually, and just promote the Pippa from Home and Away, but which this is a cool fact, that she, do you remember Pippa changed in Home and Away or do you not? There was a big change of actresses. And basically when they filmed the wedding for the first one, the other one started, her first day was wearing the same wedding dress just to do the photos to put in the house when the old Pippa left. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. funny. Well, at least they did that and didn't, you know, like you said, green screen her out. Green screen. That, that, those, yeah. those never go down well. 
Um, and but then you know the world is really small because um, I know Deb Lawrence. She's a oh, friend of mine. Oh, from the show, of course, from Harry Potter. From Harry Potter. And the funniest thing is Deb and I met on Harry Potter and she was an absolutely gorgeous human being. And in that was in the part two when I started. And in part one, uh, sorry, in the, in the one-part show, so the, when the show changed over to just being um, one part, I covered McGonagall. So I actually played the same role as Deb. And oh, she wow. Yeah, so we're really good friends. That's a really cute little story. Hi, Deb. She's she's amazing, and she's one of my legends. Coming up, um, I mean Pippa from Home and Away. Um, so let's one more one more quick final question. I mean, not that we're being that quick about this. Um, <laughs> one word to describe your character if you had the choice, Naomi. Um, glamorous. Glamorous. Oh, love that. Yeah, Sarah. I'm gonna go with loyal. Loyal, nice, glamorous and loyal. Okay, and obviously, oh, well, it... now I sound totally vapid. Oh, that's oh weird. no, you're... he's a doctor. You went first. Um, I should have said caring. That's what I should have said. Now look, look what I've done. Look no, where you no. did it. Glamorous. You should have, is... but you didn't. And the first one is the one he's got to go with. So. Thanks, Sarah. You're really. <laughs> um, it's also great, isn't it? Obviously, for the LGBTQIA plus, that's an amazing long name now. But for the society and the community and diversity in real life, that um, you two are in neighbours playing Absolutely. these characters. I think, you know, I, I I think representation is really important, and Neighbours is just one of those shows, like especially in Australia, which can be sometimes quite behind the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, neighbours is one of those shows that does. Um, you know, representation so well and is so thoughtful about it and, and and is genuinely really important to the people who are in charge of the creation of the show and, and the mechanics of the show. And, and yeah, feeling feeling represented on screen, I think, is so hugely important. Because um, it's such a, and I say this in a, a non, in a normal show, like it's not a drama about a gay couple. It's not a gay-based drama. It's a drama that's been on for years, that's in people's front rooms. That's an important one to have diversity in. Do you know what I mean? That's exactly right. And it's just, you know, the Varga Murphy family is just there existing and they have the same, you know, ups and downs as any other family on the street. And I think that that is really important. You know, it's not some constant kind of um, traumatic uh, you know, coming out story, which is Distance, you know, yeah. unfortunately what most of the LGBTQIA plus community kind of storylines often are. Um, you know, we're just kind of there existing and the boys, um, you know, the, the boys deal with stuff at school because of it. And I think that that's really relevant. It's just really lovely to be part of that type of representation. And I think that Neighbours is, is one of the shows that does it really, really well and is, is yeah. quite genuine about it. So it's been really nice. Yes, I would wholeheartedly agree and say that thus far in this production, um, Neighbours is really, they're doing a really great job of casting diversely without tokenism. It's not yes. just an mm-hmm. actor. We must we must cover our bases. Yes. I've genuinely, I feel super proud, and I was writing this today in a separate interview, uh, how proud I am to be part of a production that is, it's not about showcasing their, their diversity, they just are diverse. Yeah. And whether yeah. it be gender or race or disability ethnicity it doesn't it doesn't matter they're just like oh well when we show people and we show families and the array of families that there are and that is so refreshing and i feel super proud to be part of it well nina wadia said who's a big star over here who was in eastenders that when she joined and she's an indian lady they said so so uh, Zainab's going to be an indian and she said well why don't we just lose that is she horrible is she nice and let's because then 
we've got a normal character. Do you know what I mean? Let's let's not have exactly. that part of her character description. And that's that's kind of what it's about, isn't it? Um so right, quickly to end the show, we're gonna I play this game. Um about your other roles because it's a shorter podcast this time. I have to have you girls on again, though. You're amazing. Uh, let's <laughs> talk to you individually. Sarah first. Quickly, a bit of backstory so people feel they know. You grew up in the Murray River area of South Australia. Now, to us in the UK, that means not much. Just give me a kind of very short description of what the Murray River area of South Australia is like. Uh, look, I find it quite beautiful, but the thing that the rest of Australia say about the Murray River is do you – drink your water with a fork because the water quality <laughs> is, is quite low. But I will tell right. you, fun fact, my mum is actually born was actually born in Derbyshire. So oh. uh, I have that UK connection. Got myself a little UK passport this year. Oh, um, just quite been over, you've obviously been over then? Uh, I have been over just but not for any extended amount of time. I did very, very gratefully get to do a show, get to do a play in London at the Barbican. Oh, so I did a little bit of travelling um, around London and then I went up to Edinburgh in uh, Scotland, but I didn't get to do much of the in-between. I haven't been to Derbyshire. I would love to get there. Oh, well, you'll have to come over. You'll obviously do a neighbours. When you Now you're going to be hugely yeah. famous. Can you sort that out for me? We'll get there. Of course, we'll there. yeah. <laughs> well, when, when we're doing the publicity for the tool, your own tools, then we'll do a big publicity. <laughs> and... Um, you, one of your big roles was Liza Minnelli. I mean, what what part that must have been to play? I mean, you're very young. You were playing Liza when she was young, I'm guessing. I was. I was playing her mainly when she was 19 and we came back and did some, you know, Hollywood cameos when she was 40 or something ridiculous like that. But um, that was what? such a such a terrifying and, and um, I, I had just felt such a sense of honour but also responsibility to really get that right and I was um, so fortunate to have the most incredible man playing Peter Allen opposite me who played, um, they were married for a time and his name is Joel Jackson and I cannot I cannot sing his praises enough. He was, um, yeah, a real champion of mine throughout that production. But uh, I can't sing or, or dance and uh, I... Um, didn't cut my hair into a pixie cut and they still made it all work. So, so wow, props to okay. the, uh, yeah, yeah, props to the um the directors and the writers and the editors of that show for sure. And then Naomi, obviously you're you're uh, if I'm right in saying you're upbringing you're half Croatian, half Nigerian. So where was early life for you? <laughs> um, you're correct in saying um my I was conceived in Florence, which sounds really nice oh, to wow. me. Wow. Italian in my roots, but uh, I was born back here in, in Melbourne. Right. Um, <clears throat> I spoke Croatian before I spoke English, raised by my mother's side. Um, I'm a citizen there. I'm, I'm quite European by sensibility, I think, but also quite Aussie, I think, growing up here. Um, it's deep in my roots to be – there's no tall poppies. You know, Australian, you work hard and you get it done. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot in there as well. And your CV, my favourite thing on your CV, I mean, a CV I found, that you're training circus skills. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been, I was always very uh, active as a very kid. Steep, a lot of... It's very CV talk, isn't it? It's like playing age, you know, 16 to 45 or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, I was a gymnast when I was young. And, oh, uh, wow, and, okay. Yeah, so I've d- danced and did gymnastics and then I started doing uh, dabbling in circus in my 20s when I went back to gymnastics. Um, and then I went to drama school proper and I 
you couldn't really do both things. They're both really intensive. Um, and then, you know, as you, they call you old, of course, by the time you're already in your twenties and yeah. you know, sort of elitely trained skills. So um, gave that up to be a, an actor full and proper. And as we said, you've done, you know, the big stage show you've done amongst you've all, you've both done so many different things, but um, Harry Potter and the Curse, and again, must be quite a lot of pressure being in such a, such a big thing like that. Yeah, I was really, really fortunate. I did quite a lot within that uh, that show. So in the two-part show, um, I had an ensemble role, but I was the Hermione cover, which was a really great experience. Of course, Hermione was of colour in that show, and that was really great. And then we changed to the two-part, sorry, the, the one-part show, and not only was I then was every female principal role. So I did Hermione, Ginny, McGonagall, Umbridge, and I had a hooch role as well. I was also uh, the Dementors in the two-part show, every onstage Dementor, and I was the vocal captain. So I was really busy inside of that production and in that universe. I was very blessed. It was a great experience. Amazing. And uh, is Deborah still in it, Deborah Lawrence? No, Deb left uh, Deb left before we transitioned to the one part. So she was, oh, she was still in that show and she uh, bowed out. And then we had a new McGonagall for a while. And then in the one part, it restructured. And like I said, I was fortunate enough to play McGonagall, which was really beautiful. She was a beautiful role. Amazing. Right. Well, we are going to end with either or, which we end every podcast with you. But this we will try to make quick. You have to choose one or the other. I'll do it with you first, Naomi. So you will get a bit mm -hmm. of a cheat, Sarah, because you'll get to hear them. Here we go. Kylie or Danny? Ooh, controversial Danny. Uh, yes, good, good answer. Uh, Scott <laughs> Mike. Sorry, say again. Scott or Mike? OG character. Oh, um, I'm going to say Mike, of course. Uh, Charlene or Jane? Char oh, Jane. No, got to say Jane. Jane, Jane, Jane. Sun or snow? Sun. Uh, flats or hills? Flats. Night in or night out? Night in? Yeah, everyone's. I don't think anyone's ever said night out. Uh, Neighbours are home and away. I mean, easy. Come on. What a <laughs> oh. traitor. Absolutely I not. know. Right, sorry, before you have too much time to think, Kylie or Danny? I'm going to go with Kylie. Okay. Scott or Mike? Mike. Charlene or Jane? I've, I, I, as much as I love <sighs> my bones, Annie, I've got to go Charlene for the boiler suits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's definitely up your character's street, isn't she? Uh, 100%. She... We would hang out. Yeah, you would take <laughs> under a car, probably. Do you know what I mean? Covered in green. Um, sun or snow? Uh, I'm going to go with snow. The sun oh. scares me. Yeah. Oh, oh, controversial. Flats or hills? Um, is this a joke question? 100% <laughs> flats all the way. Uh, no, again, everyone says that. Night in or night out? I actually almost would go a night out, but in my I know myself and I'm going to go with night in. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what we do in real life all the time. Really shook <laughs> yeah. No, I not stay in. Uh, and obviously, we don't even need to ask this one, but I will. Neighbours or home and away? Neighbours. Neighbours, neighbours, neighbours. Always has, always will be. Yeah, I mean, I love Home and Away. We champion Home and Away as well on this because it's a really good show as well. But obviously... This sure, is... sure, 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 sure. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. We're all one big play. <laughs> Whatever. Um, girls, it's been amazing to have you on and so excited to continue to see you on screen because I think what a breath of fresh air and how lovely to have you on the podcast. And I'm sure the UK fans are going to fall in love with you. No, we hope Thank so. you so much. We hope so. Lovely. Well, good luck for the new series. I'm sure we'll speak again and speak soon. 
Until then, bye. Thanks, Lee. Bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Soap from the Box, celebrating the return of Neighbours to Amazon Freebie. If you've not joined yet, sign up and watch some massive things to come from the show. Remember, there's over 90 episodes of Soap from the Box to download and listen to right now. Soap from the Box.